Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our Lexi for today is Evcharistia, Evcharistia, or Thanksgiving. The day of Evcharistia sets the tone for the holidays. We begin to emphasize the power of sharing and giving of gratitude for all that we have in our lives. If you're alive, there is always something to be thankful for. Today, my Evcharistia is directed to the people who hosted us in the Holy Land last year. I thank each and every one of you for your graciousness, your food, your love, and your land that we were allowed to step foot on and feel at home. Friends, my prayers are going out to you and to all of those who are suffering in the Middle East. Eleolado, olive oil, has been celebrated in the civilized world for millennia nearly eternal. The oil of this fruit has been more than just food to the cultures of the Mediterranean region. It's been medicinal, ceremonial, sacramental, and the foundation of great wealth and power. It is safe to say that olive oil is the ethos, the essence of Greek culinary culture. Today, the priceless and life-giving ingredients of this liquid gold can be delivered to you when you purchase your premium bottle of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil from the region my parents were born, the Peloponnese. The coveted Koroneki olive is extensively cultivated here in the southern part of Greece, which offers the unique microclimate needed to grow a fruit netting the utmost nutrient value for extra virgin olive oil. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil, a boundless amount of value, high in antioxidants with anti-inflammatory properties linked to good mood and improved mental health. Get your bottle of wellness today when you visit kefilife.shop. Greetings and yasas this week before Thanksgiving. Oh, there's so much to be thankful for, especially for my new friend, Ted Pappas of Ted's Everyday Eats. He is joining us today here on the Kefi Life podcast to talk about setting the most beautiful, memorable Thanksgiving table. And yes, it will be easy. Ted, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. I'm excited to be here. Oh, it's just such a pleasure. And I really loved being on your set of Ted's Everyday Eats. It's awesome. It was so great to have you. And by my set, we mean my kitchen because that's where I do most of my filming for my YouTube channel and everything on my Instagram at Ted's Everyday Eats. We made a really fun recipe. It's fast and easy. And we called it Daco's Ted Style with Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. That's right. It's a super simple, easy dish that you can bring with you anywhere if you're going to somebody's house for Thanksgiving or any time for the upcoming holidays. Yay, yay. And we promoted it on Instagram. You can also go to our uh, respective um, sites like my website, kefilife.com, your Instagram page, the YouTube channel. All the goods are there. That's right. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So today we are talking about setting a really great Thanksgiving table. And you know, some people, Ted, get overwhelmed by the idea of entertaining or hosting. But I don't think it has to be like that. And today you're gonna help us with setting a great table. It doesn't have to be. You can 
easily tap into some very simple items and some simple design cues that can really elevate your hosting abilities when you're having somebody over for Thanksgiving or any of the upcoming holidays. So let's start with what I think is so important because it attracts the attention and sets the tone. Let's start with the centerpiece of the table. What are your thoughts on this? Well, for those of you that don't know, my background, I am an architect. So what that means is I'm very design-oriented. I always have been. So despite the fact that most of everybody knows me from my Instagram and Ted's Everyday Eats on YouTube, I actually have a background in architecture. I'm a degreed architect and love designing and love also hosting. So it's a great thing to have a design mind and also to love to host people coming over to visit. So the centerpiece is really a big part of the center of attention when you're sitting down and you're having your meal. And for me, there's really kind of uh, something I, I think to look at and in, in you know, it's in rules of threes. So the way I like to look at it is you should have three different textures on your centerpiece. Give it a little bit of depth for your guests. And for me, there's one of two that I really like that are kind of my go-to. So one is having something that's a matte finish, a dark matte finish with something that is light, so maybe even a white, along with something that is shiny. That's one of my favorite ones. Another one that I like to use is something with color, and something that has some natural elements in it, especially this time of year, something with leaves and some and some burnt oranges and those colors we see for the holidays, along with a candle. And if you look at both of these options between the shiny and the candle, it gives some movement to what's going on in your centerpiece. So it doesn't come across as very stagnant, that shininess or the lit candle with some uh, some movement for your guests will really bring that attention to your centerpiece that it deserves. That sounds beautiful. And it's almost like you're bringing the table to life and there is some creativity thrown in there. I really like that. A former guest of mine, Andrea Burridge, she is the same. She has a design background. And she said, Keeks, bring nature in. So you talked about the leaves. It's fun to go outside and pick like sea acorns or little chestnuts or yeah. leaves. Get creative with that. Absolutely. And and this is the time of year to do it. And there's there's so much to be able to pick from. It's, it's a great option for setting your centerpiece. And I want to say that I always have light at my table. I love candles. Candles add a, uh, an element of intimacy, but also warmth. Very much so, especially this time of year in the Midwest when it gets dark very early in uh, in the area that we're living in. So more than likely, if you're having guests over, it's going to be dark by time you're eating. Okay, so Ted, love, love, love. Uh, we both are Greeks, so something that's very familiar to us is making our guests feel very special. We discussed during our uh, taping of the recipe, we discussed the concept of philoxenia, which is basically friend of the stranger or showing hospitality. And I think a way to show hospitality, but also to make your guests feel very special, is to personalize their name tag. Where are they sitting? 
And when they see their name tag, wow, they feel like they are royalty. Very much so. And I think anybody who's coming to your home, they are coming into your home on your home turf, right? They're they're away. They, there may be a little bit of uncomfortableness depending on the level of that person's relationship is with you. If it's immediate family, maybe not so much, but even extended family, where am I going to sit? What am I going to, who am I going to sit next to? Where, where do I go? What do I do? So to me, there's a couple things that that a name tag really accomplishes. One is it helps people feel a little bit more at ease. Oh, here's where I'm going to sit. I don't have to worry about finding a place. Am I going to put my plate down? Do I got to you know, go and grab a seat? And nobody that I've ever known has ever been like, oh, I don't want to sit there. They love it. The other thing is by personalizing that name tag with not only their name, but maybe something that is relevant to the holiday for Thanksgiving, for example, maybe grabbing some of those leaves from outside. And instead of writing on a leaf, because it might be a little bit hard, getting a, a printable sticker and from your printer and either writing that individual's name on there, maybe printing up something that's very festive for Thanksgiving will really personalize it for that individual. And what's nice is you can make it different for everyone. You don't need to make them super consistent. You can make them different, but they all have the same theme because they'll all have a leaf, for example, or they all might have a same background color, but you can personalize it. And when you do that, your guests are going to appreciate it and they're going to remember that that meal so much more. I'm envisioning a very colorful table. Do we have to have one color theme or can we get creative? What do you think about all that? I think when you go color, you can get very colorful, especially this time of year here in uh, in the Midwest and Chicagoland where we've got leaves changing. It is very colorful outside. Just like other holidays at Easter where you might do pastels and you are going to do several different colors, you don't have to stick to just one color. And that's what I love about, about, about setting a centerpiece and having individuals over for Thanksgiving is because there are such bright, vibrant fall colors that you can tap into, unlike some other holidays. Oh, sounds lovely. All right, I am like you. I love to entertain and I love to have people over to my home. I want to make them feel special and just get everyone in the mood for a great night. But I always agonize and struggle over how am I going to serve the food? Is it going to be on the table or my guests going to get up and go to the buffet? The ultimate debate, right? Which way do you go? I have no idea. For me, I like the buffet. I don't know what it is, but I I like the buffet. Now, this doesn't come from me growing up because I grew up in a very small house where it wasn't buffet style because there just wasn't the room for it. But as an adult and entertaining for my guests, the thing that I really like about the buffet is you can have warming stations for your food so that it stays at a great temperature as everybody's eating. And inevitably, somebody's going to go up for seconds and tap into some additional food that's leftover. It's not sitting there getting cold on a dining room table. But with the buffet, one of the things that I really like to do, which I think is a great little design element, is take some butcher block paper and roll it out on your countertop. And it could just be one one uh, one level thick. It doesn't need to be covering your entire countertop. But if you roll that out and put your food on top of it, your serving dishes, maybe your warming trays, if you've got your sternos with your uh, with your chafing dishes, whatever it is, and then you could take a Sharpie marker and you could write on the paper 
what that dish is. And what I really like is that if you are hosting and other family members are bringing over additional food, you can write who brought that. Oh, and you can really personalize it. So not only for your guests who are eating, but those that brought the food over and you could say, well, this is Yaya's whatever it is. And this is her dish that she made, or this is Thea Nett's, uh, whatever she made. And it, get, it makes everybody feel a little bit more like they have contributed and it shares the wealth. That is such a great idea. It's so inclusive. By the way, P.S., Yaya means grandmother. It's a very endearing way to say grandmother in Greek. <clears throat> Tia is Thea. And I, I just think that those are so fun. What are you... By the way, folks, I did not mention in the beginning that Ted is a home cook besides being an architect. And he was featured as a contestant on The Great American Recipe. It's a PBS show. What was that like real quickly? That was an amazing experience. Season two aired in the summer of 2023 over an eight-week run nationally televised on PBS. It was an amazing experience to be around uh, talented celebrity chefs who gave so much insight into cooking as well as being around some great other home cooks that we bonded so well. Is there one lesson that you learned by being on the set, whether a celebrity chef or someone else that was cooking with you? Uh, the one takeaway, and this is what I've been sharing with people, especially home cooks, we've been sharing with home cooks, let's face it, right? Is that you need to taste your food and season as you cook. Don't wait until the end and it's all done and you take a spoonful or a forkful and see what it tastes like. Taste and season as you go along because it's going to make a world of difference for how your food is tastes. Great advice. Let's talk. Well, before we talk about this next subject, I do want to know what you're serving for Thanksgiving. What does your table look like as far as food goes? Thanksgiving is a, a fun holiday because there's so many great things to do. My uh, Thanksgiving is very traditional in terms of what we have. But the one, uh, one thing that I am known for over the years is instead of doing a pumpkin pie, I do a pumpkin cheesecake oh. that we serve at Thanksgiving, whether we're hosting or whether we're going to a family member's house. I always make a pumpkin cheesecake. And guess what? At the end of the night, the pumpkin cheesecake is gone and that pumpkin pie is still sitting there. Really? Everybody goes to the pumpkin cheesecake. Yummy. Gosh, that sounds great. So will you serve? Now, we talked about on the set, we made it earlier, we made the Daco's Ted style um, bruschetta. It's like a bruschetta with Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. So will you serve that? I know for a fact that I'm going to serve that this year. I am going to serve that. It's a great appetizer. Um, it's small. It's bite-sized, so it's great. You can just pick one up and, and eat it in one bite. You don't have to have this giant thing that you're holding. I don't know about you, but I've been to, I can't tell you how many events I've been to where I've had traditional bruschetta and you bite into it and everything falls off and you right. feel like you're making a mess. Yes. So I like to make it bite-sized in a single bite that will fit in. Excellent advice. And I just remembered I'm going to my sister-in-law, so that's what I'm going to take along with a salad. So what will you, will you have a protein? Will you have a turkey, a chicken, a ham, a salad? Like what will you do on your table? We'll, we'll do turkey, ham as the, as the two main proteins. Uh, those are, you can't go wrong. 
Excellent. And I think we're going to throw some lamb in there. That's what I might do is take lamb chops to Lee's house. Ooh, Your that, lamb chops. Ooh, definitely have my lamb chops. They are my favorite, as you know. And I think they're your, your they're your new favorite as well. 100%, my friend. Okay, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Everybody always asks about this. So the first question is, what is our signature cocktail going to be? And do you serve it at the door when the guest comes in? Or do you have it at the bar? Good question. Good question. So first of all, having a signature cocktail when guests come over is a great way to get everybody to start loosening up and mingle. I don't know about you, but I've had people come over before I would do a signature cocktail and people don't know what they want to drink. Uh, they're thinking about it, right? Do I, what, what's everybody else drinking? Do I, what do I want to have? When you have a signature cocktail ready, people can have one and then they can move on to whatever else they want and it gets them in the mood. So I always like to have something available as a signature cocktail when people get to my house for an event. Uh, it's usually out in a certain area so that everybody can uh, start the uh, party as soon as they get there. So what are we choosing this year, Mr. Ted? This year, and I've used it in the past, but definitely this year, is going to be a pomegranate Moscow mule. Mm. It gives that very holiday flavor of the pomegranate juice. It's got that color, that red to it. So similar to a traditional Moscow mule, you're going to have vodka. You're going to have your ginger beer. But what's great is that, and you're going to have, of course, your, your lime juice. But what you're going to do is you're going to add in a little bit of pomegranate juice, as well as pomegranate seeds, typically a, a teaspoon or so of pomegranate seeds, and then a fresh sprig of rosemary. And when you go to, to have that drink, it's that, that smell of that rosemary and the tartness of the pomegranate, along with the ginger beer and the vodka, it just makes a great holiday drink. It's great that you have taken the time to think about these things instead of, even though we're not slapping it all together, we are making it simple, but we're making it very personalized. And the guests are going to feel like, wow, not only do I feel welcome here, but let's get the party started. That's right. Every, everything from when your guests get there and the signature drink to their name tags on uh, at a seat to the centerpiece when they are maybe hanging around beforehand to the buffet and having that butcher block paper and a little note on what each dish is and who made it really brings everything together. And each of these items and doing each of these things is not a ton of effort. But when you look at all of the attention to detail and each little things, your guests are going to really appreciate what you've done for them. And it should uh, turn out to be a wonderful Thanksgiving, but you cannot have a Thanksgiving meal or a Thanksgiving event or a Thanksgiving run or a Thanksgiving anything without having a prayer of gratitude. That's right. And that is my feeling, and we always do that in our home. And there are many ways that you can say a prayer. It could be as simple and as short as, thank you, God. Or it could be as lengthy as the Lord's Prayer or whatever you want. Sometimes people will mention other people in the room. But I think showing gratitude is a very good way to, um, to understand that we are all very grateful 
are very privileged, very privileged, and very fortunate. Yeah, very. Yeah, when you look at what we have yes. and what we can do, and what we can do for our friends and our family, it's it's always great to express that gratitude and to share and to share. That's right. All righty. Well, I'm feeling like I'm ready for this Thanksgiving meal. It's going to be fabulous. I want to thank you again for all the folks that are out there listening that are interested in your recipes. Which, by the way, they are delicious. Thank you. I, yes, I've tasted them. Where shall they go online to learn? more about you, Ted. Definitely. Go to Instagram at Ted's Everyday Eats, and you can find my YouTube channel under the same name where I go into a little bit more depth on preparing certain dishes. So if you're looking for some tutorials and how to make uh, typically some Greek dishes, you can find me there. That is great. So folks, head on over to those pages. And also, I just want to give a plug out since we're talking about Philoxenia and we're talking about the holidays, a great gift this year when you go to a hostess party or to a party is to take a bottle of Kefilife Extra Virgin Olive Oil. You can find it at Kramer Foods or you can go online to kefilife.com. Ted, I have a feeling it's going to be a great holiday. I think it's going to be definitely a great holiday. Blessings to you and yours. Thanks for having me. Pleasure's all mine. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, Kala. This Hola, Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. The holidays are a special time of year. Friendship, getting together, parties, which all encompass lots of eating and drinking. What's a human being to do? Move with intention and eat with mindfulness. Those are my tips for today. Number one, each holiday, like the one we have coming up, Thanksgiving, find a 5K in your neighborhood to do before the day commences. You can jog it, run it, or walk it, but begin the day with movement. And P.S. friends, get family to join you or friends because it's easier to do and you'll have a lot of fun. Number two, my tip is that when you arrive at your gathering, Take a once-over survey of the table or the food offerings before you put anything on your plate. Look at the options, then come back a bit later after a glass of water and select mostly proteins and salads and veggies and one-eighth of your plate for empty calories. Hola, cala! All is well when you enjoy the festivities with your wellness in mind. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole-person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.